This is the Breaking Labels Podcast, and I'm Rosanna Gill. Each episode, we'll discuss labels that have confined the stories of my guests at one point or another and their journeys to thrive beyond them. Some labels are external, and others we put on ourselves as limiting beliefs. But regardless of where the label comes from, we're here to break it because we were meant for so much more. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Labels. If this is your first episode, welcome. I am your host, Rosanna Gill. I am so excited that you have decided to join us. Maybe somebody shared this episode with you because they thought you would like it, or maybe you are a return listener. And for that, I am incredibly grateful. And before I get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that it is actually a replay of a previous episode, and it is my conversation with Chanel Lee. She is an amazing floral designer who just so happened to have had a daughter as a teenager and to have been a single mother raising this daughter, leaving a corporate job to pursue her dreams as a floral designer. It's an amazing story. She's an amazing woman, and I cannot wait for you to hear this episode if you haven't heard it already. Before I get into my conversation with Chanel, though, I did want to let you know about the upcoming series, A Different Perspective. This series came out of a desire I've always had to create a space for conversation, specifically a conversation around race, ethnicity, culture, even religion. And what I have noticed growing up being mixed is that it's not so much that people don't have questions, it's that a lot of times they're scared to ask them because they don't want to be perceived as ignorant or racist or bigoted or any other negative term we can throw out there. So I thought, okay, how can we have these conversations and how can I create a space where we can discuss these questions and these curiosities that you as the listener might have about somebody different from you, but you don't know how to broach the subject and you don't know what's okay to ask, what's not okay to ask, and why asking in a certain way might be offensive, whether you intend to or not. So I decided I would use this anonymous feedback tool called Custom Insight to create a link where you can go there, submit whatever question, even submit a scenario that you've experienced and you wanted clarity on or you wanted to understand, hey, this happened and it seemed to upset this person, but I don't understand how and I don't understand why. You can submit that and it will be something that we discuss during the A Different Perspective. And when I say we, I mean myself and a series of guests, because I don't want this to be something where I am assuming that my perspective is the only perspective, because it's not. And that's the whole point of this series, is to show the different perspectives on scenarios and questions and how if we could just allow people to ask questions, regardless of how they come across, and have a conversation about them, we'd all be a little bit better off. And maybe this series will open the door to conversations that you've wanted to have with people in your life or people that you would like to have in your life. So use the link in the show notes to leave your anonymous question or scenario. And I look forward to hearing from you. Also want to, as a reminder, let you know that As a listener of this podcast, if you go to the website in the show notes for True Supplements, spelled T-R-U, they are a line of vegan supplements. I really love their protein. They have a banana maple muffin flavor and a peanut butter banana flavor that are delicious. And if you have never tried vegan protein, it is a different texture than whey protein. Some people like that. I actually prefer the texture of vegan protein. I do not usually prefer the taste of vegan protein because I've tried a lot of brands. Vitamin Shop has gotten a lot of return containers for me because it didn't like the flavor. But I really love this brand. It's yummy. They have a dessert series that's pretty delicious. That's what the banana maple muffin one and the peanut butter banana ones come from. So go check out their website. If you use the promo code BREAKINGLABELS, all one word, you get a 5% discount. So Show them some support. Show us some support. I much appreciate it. What's going on, man? Well, so you ready to talk? Um, <laughs> I'm not a talker. Talking about talking about my life and the things that I do is kind of like, meh. Just know that I make pretty things. <laughs> well, you do. You make a beautiful daughter. You make beautiful flower arrangements. You make all kinds of pretty things. 
Girl, I love that kid. That kid is doing so well. I'm so proud of her. I love when you post updates and I just can't believe what a beautiful young woman she is just blossoming into. Listen, and it scares me so because it's like, I have to get ready. You know, the kid is about to be 18. She's going to leave my nest. She's I'm about to I was thinking she was 16. No, man. This chick is about to be 18. And then one day she woke up and saw a mirror and saw she was pretty. Mm-hmm. And she I'm discovered like, herself. She discovered herself. And I'm like, oh, my baby. Mm. But I love it. I would never tell her to not do what she's into. I mean, she's my little Denise Huxtable. You know, she always changing up what she's into. But I'm always be 100% supportive of it. You know, that's just my, that's just my kid. I love her so. Well, I think that's important too, that you're encouraging her to discover and not saying, okay, you, you can only pick certain things and you can only be into certain things. Like you're letting her figure herself out. And that's, Absolutely. that's a gift. <laughs> Absolutely. You got to think about it. I grew up in a very strict Christian home. You know what I mean? Like my mom, we can, when she was very like laid back and chill, but at the same time, you just better know that the Bible force was going to come behind a lot of things of the decisions that you think you're going to make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you better go to God first. And at the same time, I mean, not saying that God isn't important. I would never say that, but it's just that we need to allow our children to enjoy themselves. So that's what I do with my kid. I let her be free. That's why when she told me she was into modeling, because I also model myself you know well just a brand ambassador for a clothing line and i also do not just not just okay you model i also do photo shoots and stuff like that and my kid when she was like mama want to model like well you come to work with me you know Mm -hmm. i it was nice to play dress up with my kid so she dresses up and takes those pictures and she took off i'm like girl I'm ready to pass on a torch. <laughs> she's so super cute. She's so super cute. It's so stylish. I wish I was that stylish when I was a kid. Isn't that, see, I, I agree. I love looking at kids now that are like middle school teenagers and they have such a strong sense of style. And I was like, I was still just trying not to just wear what my mom told me to. Exactly. Let alone have a style. Like exactly. that was not even a thing or a thought. It wasn't like nothing at all. I mean, unless it was like a little trend going on with the celebrities, but other than that, no. But yeah. So what do you want to know about me? I I mean, I just. Well, I suppose, I mean, since we've been chatting, this would be a good time to go ahead and talk about what your label is. Living Beauty Floral. Okay. I am, I am actually a floral designer where I get to make a whole bunch of pretty things. Um, I love what I do as far as the fresh flower designs. I, to me, I actually, the flowers are art. I try to stay away from the traditional looks, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's just my own preference. I like to make wild, wacky looking things. You see my bouquets, like, like they're all going to be, something different so I just you know I always try to figure out um what it is that you're into about the person I always ask people to tell me about the person that they're sending flowers to and I design you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I will create something so beautiful to cater to that person but yeah I'm just a floral designer Mm-mm. Not just. <laughs> Every time you say that throughout this conversation, I'm going to correct you. You are not just. You are a lot of things, Chanel. Okay. A lot of things. All right. All right. All right. Now, I'm embracing it. Well, I get it. It's a process. It's easier for us to see that in somebody else than to see it in ourselves sometimes. Which is so true. I'm actually taking this one step at a time. You know, like you have to be honest with yourself. The problem is what a lot of people out here is that they're not honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, they fall in love with this image and this idea, but it's like, you know, sometimes you have to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm still learning. I'm still growing. No way, shape or form am I like 
saying I'm the best thing since sliced bread when it comes to flowers. Not at all. There are so many people that I look up to and I admire, you know what I mean, as far as like in my field. So, but I just make sure that I know that, hey, you are doing these things. I love what I do. I want you to hear more of the passion than, than who I am as an individual, if that makes sense. As because far as your, your floral design? Right. Yes. Because I, I really, truly love what I do. I really, truly love what I do. If I could do this 24-7, like around the clock, I would. Because it's mm-hmm. fun. It's so much fun. And it's, especially when you're able to create, it's, it, it helps release stress. All of that. Mm-hmm. Doing what you love. So, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work on that. I'm definitely okay. working on it. Okay, I'll hold you to it. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely working on it. But yeah, that's basically what it is. Just me being a a fresh flower. I do fresh floral design. I also do artificial. I make custom home decor pieces, reefs, as you can see back here, all kind of stuff. So, yeah. So do you mind if we talk about you being a mom? And that whole journey. Absolutely. Because I think that also somewhere in there, I think helped launch living beauty because definitely. Um, My kid is a flower. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I constantly try to water her and just nurture her and help her grow daily. Mm -hmm. So when I when I stepped out on faith and decided to run run start this business, I wanted to make sure that my kids saw the drive and the fight for the things that I truly wanted. And this is something that I've always wanted to do. And I was discouraged, don't get me wrong, before I started because, you know, I had just went through a divorce and you know, and during that time I was being told, you know, like, this isn't something you should do. You need to need to focus on getting your life back right you need to focus on you know getting things back in order you're going through a divorce this is a lot to deal with Mm -hmm. and honestly it became therapeutic for me I always always did flower arrangements for my family like you know creating was nothing it was just a matter of really stepping on on faith to say you know what I'm going to start my business I'm going to do this my kid needs to see that her mother is able to pick up and you know do the things that she loves Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I did. My kid definitely played a major role in that because you have some eyes watching you when you have a kid. And I try to, although my child, she understands that I'm not perfect, but she she also is able to see, like, my mom really went hard for it. She also acknowledges it a lot. She always, Does she? now she's like my number one cheerleader. She's so funny behind the scenes. She's like, Mama, now you know you are good at what you do. Don't even sit here and trip. Don't worry about it. Stop getting sad. Don't think that you're not going to do a good job. You got this, Mom. Like, you've made so many beautiful arrangements that she loves to go down the line, reminding me of all the different times people were excited. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. She's like my little my little partner in crime. Mm-hmm. So she definitely played a major role. You know, I got pregnant with her when I was 19. So we had to grow together in a sense, you know, that's a very young age to, to have a kid. And some parents have had children way younger. Mm-hmm. So you, what you, was, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I, I tend to ramble. I'm sorry. No, well, I was curious because like you, you alluded to earlier with your mom being very religious in the household you grew up. What was that like when you found out you were pregnant at 19? Is that hard to talk to your mom about, talking about mother-daughter relationships? Yes. You got to think about it. Like I said, grew up in a, you know, we went to church every day, like, of the week. And I was oh, a it was one of those. Pastor. Yeah, like, I was a youth pastor myself. So, imagine, like, that. yeah, girl. <laughs> I was a youth pastor myself, so I would imagine dealing with the fact of you're you're teaching other people's kids you're like the the golden child in a church your uncle's a deacon everybody's in the church the whole family's in a church and here you are fresh out of high school you're pregnant you know mm-hmm. I, was, I still don't even know I was planning on going off to college 
And my mom was trying to convince me to go off in the military. So it was my entire family. And then next thing I get pregnant, I'm pregnant. Yeah, like, hey. And it was hard for me to face the world. It was extremely hard for me to face the world. It was hard for me to face my mother. Oh, you I'm know, sure. my mom. Yeah. So yeah, just the confliction of feeling like, you know, terrible about doing something and becoming pregnant and doing, you know, doing things that you know wasn't pleasing and, and your mother's are God's eyes. Mm-hmm. So which do you think is harder to do something that you know isn't pleasing in your mother's or your or God's eyes? Honestly, I I see my mother in the same light as I see God. So, mm. you know, my mother is right up there <laughs> neck and neck with them. My mother birthed me. My mother gave me life. So I, I definitely see that I, it's hard pleasing mom and God at the same time because it weighs on you when you know that you want to do the right things. You want to make everybody happy. But in the end, we also have to know that, you know, if God blessed us with this, with this child, mm-hmm. there's a reason that this child was given to you. So now if anything, it's time for you to perk up and get it together. You can't sit and cry about it all the time, baby. You got to get up and you got to do what you need to do. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't mean that because you, you've gotten pregnant at a young age that the whole world stops. And I th- I'm so glad you said that because I think that that's how a lot of people feel yeah. or that like all of a sudden all these things are, are going to be derailed for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't happen like that at all. And then believe it or not, you'll start to notice the people that truly do support you. You'll start to notice they'll come around the ones who a lot of people are just hurt because they, a lot of people tend to have a different vision for your life than you do. Mm. You know what I mean? So uh, a lot of people, they will get over it once they see how you tend to pick yourself up and do what you need to do without any questions asked. This is your life. You own it. This is your, this is your child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you are fully responsible for this child. You're fully responsible for yourself and the decisions that you make. And um, I, I did not feel like what I did by becoming pregnant and deciding to keep my child was a mistake. There were a lot of people that felt like, you know, maybe you shouldn't keep the kid. Like what? Who people at the that? church or people outside? People outside and also people within the church too, because some people are more concerned of image than anything. Ooh, and that is so true. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there and then not not only that, not just the image of just being afraid of the backlash that you will receive. You know, can you handle all of the stares? Can you handle like everybody looking at you crazy because you're young and you're pregnant? Mm. You know, so I which is a lot to handle. I mean, did you ever have situations where people said things out of pocket or? Oh yeah, I definitely. You know, I. <laughs> I've had people say stuff like, oh, she pregnant now. Now she's going to have a whole bunch of kids. They're going to come back to back to back. I've been told I was going to be barefoot and pregnant. I've been told my oh kid my. was going to be barefoot and pregnant because I got pregnant at a young age. Listen, so they were trying to put a generational curse on you. Pretty much. But it's oh. okay. Honestly, these, these are the stories of the women in my family. Mm. These are their stories. Sometimes they don't realize or recognize some of the things that have affected us and, and attached itself to us over the years. And with that strength, we see that each time we come out on top, you know, we don't let these things get to us. My mother had a child at 16. Mm. Yeah, my sister at 16. She was young, you know, mm-hmm. and, and she got pregnant. And we, my family loved on her. Although, mm-hmm. yeah. There was a lot of people looking down and frowning upon her. And it was, there was a moment in time where my grand, my grandmother kind of treated her as if she wasn't her kid because she was that hurt. So, but at the end of the day, I can honestly say my mother is the strongest woman I know. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people say that about their moms because Mm -hmm. we see in our mothers, we see so much strength, but we don't see what goes on behind closed door. I could probably tell you, I only heard my mother cry, like literally cry and shed tears twice. It was when her best friend died and um, when when one of us was hurt really bad in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? One of my, my brother. So it's just it wasn't like, even for her, her, for her. She cried no. for others. Oh, no, no, no. I'm more of a punk than my mom. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> my mom is a whole lot tougher than I am. I can tell you that. And plus, she's a Sagittarius, so she's a tough cookie. She can take on a lot of stuff. You know me. I'm a. You know I tend to cry, but I definitely. Um, I don't hide my emotions from my kid. And the reason I don't is because I want her to be able to express herself and talk about things. So when she's feeling emotional, she can come to me and talk to me. So these are the, these are the dynamics that my daughter and I have. We, we sit down we talk, we enjoy one another. You know, um, if she's feeling anything, I do, I do not ever want my daughter to ever feel like that door is closed and never mm. open, you know, and we this is why I bring on board as far as my business I bring on board as far as like if I'm if I'm modeling and doing a a photo shoot my kid is going to be there Mm -hmm. because she's into a lot of those things herself so I want her to see like yeah we have our things that we that we deal with like she has to deal with peer pressure every day she goes to school she's in high school so she has to deal with a lot of different things Hey, it's a good time too. I do remember I had a good time in high school. Oh, I did not. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. But I mean, at first I didn't, but it got better. You know, once I started realizing like who I was. And my I had one. Well, I had a couple, like a very, very tiny handful of friends that made high school bearable. Otherwise, <laughs> I, I remember once coming home from school, and my dad and I were talking and I just looked at him in tears and I was like, are these really supposed to be the best years of my life? Cause I hate them. And I yeah. was just crying. And I was like, it is so hard. Like what? Yeah. I'm not made for this. And he was like, it, he was like, maybe for some people it is. He was like, your life is going to be so much bigger and better than what it is in yeah. high school. And I thought, thank God. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it is like that. Don't get me wrong. High school wasn't perfect for me, but, but for my daughter, I could honestly say, the up and downs that she's she has experienced, you know, with with colorism, with you know, with um, oh. with her looks, with her, you, with the what way did she, she go through with colorism? So you know, with her being extremely fair, yeah, mm-hmm. they they tend to ask her questions like, you know, are you white? Are you mixed? and stuff like that and she's african-american you know mm-hmm. but and it and it bothers her because they'll call her they'll call her names they'll say stuff to her like white girl and then there are a lot of girls who of darker complexion that tend to treat her as if she feels like she's better than it why is that honestly i went through it as a kid you know which is why I, all of my experiences i tend to try to help my daughter along the way with mine mm-hmm. but um so you went through that same sort of situation oh, oh yeah 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 a lot of people treated me a certain type of way until they finally got to know me like oh you actually kind of cool for a light-skinned chick <laughs> you know <laughs> so it's like, can, we, can we talk about this because I can't tell you how many times I've been told oh I'm all right when somebody finds out my mom's black and I'm like yeah. well, why am I all right now like why mm-hmm. are you all right for a light-skinned oh. chick Trust me, you know, I know your story, especially when they love, you know, you've been called so many other different, you know, nationalities, like, it's, like, if somebody, they'll be quick to call you Latino or anything, don't even know, like, first off, I'm human, first off, I'm a person, first off, you know, (laughs) like, I have a personality, it doesn't mean just because I have whatever this, you may feel like is in my bloodline, what if I did? It doesn't mean that I don't deserve to be treated like a person. Like, but at the same time, just like I tell my kid, those people, when they show you that, abort mission. Those mm. are people that you don't need to get to know. Those are people that you don't need to waste any more time on. Mm-hmm. They're not worth it. Because obviously, they're a, little, they're a little close-minded, and there's not much that you can get out of a person like that. Mm-mm. You know I, what I mean? I, as an adult, I've come to understand, like, if you feel that way about me, that says more about you than it does about me. And also how you view yourself. Absolutely, Rosie. Like, you have to completely understand that it is so important to know that it is okay to walk away from people. Mm. It Mm. is okay to walk away from people. For you, we don't live these, we don't live our life for people. Live your life for you, for your, you know what I'm saying? What, whatever yeah. makes you happy. And people tend to think like, once you come into their lives, like you're obligated. No, I'm not. 
<laughs> I'm not. Like, you have no idea what I deal with every day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people like the idea of being around you. People like the idea of knowing knowing you. But can they really stick through the, the tough times or the times when you want to shut down and you're not going to be as available? Mm-hmm. Can they do that? You know what I mean? So, and it, honestly, as an adult, you should be able to walk away from situations and come back and pick up where you left off. If you can't do that, then oh, that's, that's kind of sad. Now, how do you how do you give that advice to Shanice when it is harder in high school to like walk away from because you're going to see them every day in class? Like, it's not like as an adult where we can we can truly usually physically distance ourselves unless it's somebody we work with. That's awkward. Um, but like, how do how do you encourage her like in this time? Well, I guess now maybe it's easier with remote learning, but I don't know. Yeah. What, what I tell my daughter is go where the happiness is. This is something, this mm. is why my tagline is living for life's beautiful moments. Like, seriously, I truly live by that. Go where you don't have to question the love in the room. She likes, she's a very busy bee. She's into a lot of different activities. I tell her, go where you, where you want to be. Like, if you, if over here, if they're rude, Go isolate yourself and put yourself over there in the art class. She knows she can go and do different things. And that's what she applies. Like she removes herself from situations. She's actually a pro at it. Mm-hmm. I love oh. it. You know what I mean? Like she will remove herself from a situation. I've been making sure that this girl is aware of like, you are allowed to walk away from situations. You are allowed to say this no longer serves me and, and move on. Did you feel that at that age? Did you feel like that? Absolutely not. I wish somebody would have told me. I wondered if that's why to... it was so important for you to teach her that. Oh, man, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm definitely a product of my environment. You know, um, my mother worked two jobs and also went to school. So wow. I really didn't have anyone to come home to and talk about my, my stresses through school and all of this kind of stuff, the things that I was dealing with. My mom was too tired. And then sometimes you don't want to bother your mom because she might be a little cranky, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure the house was clean or whatever. But as, of course, as we as I grew, I tend to respect her a lot more. I didn't understand it as a kid. I felt like my mom, you know, she wasn't that loving. But when I became an adult mm. and I had my own kid, I completely understand why my mom was the way that she was. Mm-hmm. She's tired. She's, you, yeah. you know three kids i'm tired with one (laughs) (laughs) three kids so you know i i I completely get it and that's why my mother and i we're very close and we tend to talk we i make sure that we talk a Mm. lot because we have to break those 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 curses we have to break those those times where we think that Oh, you know, it just is what it is. You know, I'll talk to my mom another time. Man, people are leaving us so quickly. Love mm-hmm. on, love on, love on the love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If there's love around you, love on it. I'm telling you, if it's, if it's not love, abort mission, you don't have time for that because there are so many people out here who absolutely love, support, and adore you. So if there's anyone in your life that you're questioning about that, abort mission mm-hmm. Get them out. <laughs> go where the love is go where you don't have to question the love in a room and I would tell my daughter that to the day I die can you can you tell me about the journey of of when you had Chanel and how or excuse me when you had Shanice <laughs> yeah <It's okay. laughs> when you had your mini you <laughs> that's what yeah. that like when you had her and then going through just those first few years because aren't those and and maybe i'm wrong but i've gotten the impression that those are the hardest whether Um, you have a partner whether you don't like when they're toddlers and you're 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 working like that is a tough time being a single mom a lot of people don't know this i i i really wanted to go to hair school and I did. I signed up for her school. I was like about to like graduate. I was doing really good in beauty school. And I had my own place and things got hard. It got really hard trying to juggle both in daycare, her being a toddler, you know, toddler. And and then you know And daycare is expensive. It oh, is late. so expensive. And then, you know, you, you're trying to get off of government assistance. I was on government assistance during that time. 
and I wanted to get off. I wanted to, you know, start my career in here. And it was just, it was really, really hard with her. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So I, for me, I had to quit school. I had to quit school and go work. And I entered the corporate world where I made big bucks. And I started to like the money and I never finished school for hair. I had to, you oh. know, drop that. Yeah. But here's the thing. Although I've always wanted a flower shop, I I never saw myself having one. I never thought that that was something I, I could obtain. I, oh, no, absolutely not. I didn't even oh. think it was a field for me. I didn't think I would belong in the field. I didn't well, think now, Why wouldn't you belong in it? Because it's, it, it doesn't, the field doesn't look like me. I gotcha. didn't, you know, honestly, you know, uh, truthfully and honestly, growing up, I, every florist I've seen, I've never seen the black florist. Mm-hmm. They do exist. Don't get me wrong. They exist. They are out there. There are some great, wonderful African-American florists, but you didn't see them. Me growing up, I didn't see them. <laughs> can, can we take a second, like just a, 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 like a slight break because, and people don't know this, but there is um, somebody I interviewed that's coming up. Um, next week on the the podcast when it drops he um he talks a lot he's he's a district attorney and has Mm -hmm. treads and he talks a lot about like there was never anybody that looked like me in this field and i we were talking about i was like i think it's hard because i don't think sometimes people understand why it's so important for black kids to see somebody that looks like them doing things i mean i'm so glad that you said that like i cannot wait to teach classes I want to start doing things right now I'm in a process of rebranding my business mm-hmm. um, where I'm I have been blessed with so many opportunities I have stood in front of doors that for a long time that are finally opening and I want to make sure you know that I give back I want to make mm-hmm. sure that all of my ducks are in a row everything is crisp and clean so kids can see. I would love to. You have no idea when my nieces and nephews come in in my office and they see all these flowers, they go crazy. You know. So I I would love to do these type of things. They do need to see that we exist because I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it at all. I never like uh, me being floor is like yeah right. And honestly, I have experience. You know, being looked at like, you know that I'm not being taken seriously, basically. Why? You know? Just because of the way you look or because of where your business is, like as far as growing, like why? Honestly, I, I wouldn't even, for, for me personally, mm-hmm. it, it, I have stood in front of people who I have shown my work, you know, are, are, are told in the beginning how I felt about my my passion towards flowers and how I want to learn. And I've been looked at like, Oh, okay. That's funny. That's cute. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost that's like a pat funny. your head, pat you on the head. Yeah, type pat, my, pat my hand until they see my work. Mm. And it's like, Oh, that's really nice. That's really nice. And I'm like, yeah. So can I, can we, can I work with you or can, can you show me some things? I'm, you know, like, and it's still like can you no. take me seriously now can you take me seriously now like no but that's okay it's fine because <laughs> there are so for every door that closes i promise you it's like two three more that opens oh yeah to the point where i have to play catch up so i give people advice every day when it comes to business and it is this make sure that you are able to hold all of your blessings when they come in because you have to be prepared for them sometimes that thing come flying in hot and fast you pray for it it's on its way and it's coming are you prepared for it okay now how do you prepare for it you align yourself as far as like prime example so many opportunities was open up for me with my business but yet on the back end the business part of it wasn't looking good at all So here I am ready just to create and show you how great I am. But you got to know your numbers. You got to know this. You got to, it's a lot of stuff when it comes to business that you're just not getting out here doing what you just love. You also have to maintain your business too. And that me being 
a young single mother who, you know, always jumped from career to career to career, you know, definitely stayed in the corporate world. I never went to school for floral design, you know, so I, I just knew it was just a natural talent, a natural gift. But I didn't know that I had to take care of the business side of things the way that they need to be. So mm. you can't be taken seriously. Oh, you can make pretty things all day, but things have to look good. And they have to be in order so you can mm-hmm. be taken seriously. Sometimes it's not just you that they're not taken seriously. They can look at your work. They can look at they can look at your website. This, which is why oh. I'm revamping. I'm doing a whole revamp of my business right now. I'm a very transparent person. Trust me, I still have a lot of work to do. I'm very proud of myself and how far I have come. I'm so proud of myself. And I think that we don't celebrate the tiny wins anymore. Like we, everybody's just celebrating the big, the big ones, the big steps. We have to celebrate ourselves. You have to. I want to go back to something you said, because it's so true. When you said, you know, when a door closes, more will open, but you still have to keep believing after that door closes Mm -hmm. because the other ones don't usually open immediately after. Absolutely. Yeah. When I tell you that doors open, I mean, you it's, it's also by you not giving up because how can you see the door if you gave up on that first door that closed? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You won't even recognize doors that are opening for you because you're too busy looking at the last one that closed on you. You have to make sure that you continue striving for what you truly love and what you're truly passionate about. If not, are you really passionate about it? Mm-hmm. You know, because nobody ever said the road was going to be easy. Nope. You experience that every day in life. Mm-hmm. So why would you allowed one door to close on you to stop your dream you can't you can't do that now if you feel like I mean if you feel like this is just too much and it's too hard then take a step back but don't don't throw it away you know can I ask so I mean one I didn't know that you were ever on government assistance (laughs) and can you talk to somebody who might be on it because I think sometimes one Outside people might assume, well, if you were on it, you will always be on it. Nope. And people who are on it, it could be hard for them to think that you could have an entirely different life, that you could, like you, you could work in the corporate world and you can start your own business. You can be a business owner. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. When it comes to the government assistant, you have to know and remind yourself every day that this is just a stepping stone to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. And Honestly, that's all it's supposed to be anyway. Oh, exactly. Use what you need, do what you need to do, but you still need to have a, a plan and do your best to execute it. Do not stay stagnant. Do not get comfortable because honestly, you can get very, very comfortable on government assistance. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's like constant everything is in front of you but unfortunately once you start working that stuff goes away mm-hmm. <laughs> it really does but they also do have a lot of programs that can still assist in certain ways mm-hmm. you have to know that sometimes and i've met so many young women that get on you know that um i was on in government housing and a lot of those women out there they were stuck. They didn't know what to do. They, they, you know, they felt like, oh, if I get a job right now, then my rent's going to go up. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's going to teach you how to budget. It's going to teach mm-hmm. you how to handle your bills. It's going to teach you how to, to save more. You know, when you got, when you got everything coming at you free, are you really budgeting? You know what I'm saying? Are you really thinking about your budget? You know, you, you just out here like, you really have to know is I don't want to be on this forever. I did mm-hmm. not want to be on it forever. That was my goal. I had to wake up. Because don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I, when I was on government assistance, I was young, 19, first apartment. What? You mean to tell me that if I don't work, my rent is free? Mm-hmm. And I can we say, I don't know anybody. I don't care what socioeconomic level you are at. If your rent is free and you're like, come on, you're not going to be excited. You're not going to be like, yes. And I know a lot of kids whose rent was free, but it was because their mom and dad paid it. Uh huh. And they weren't budgeting. They certainly Mm -hmm. were not budgeting. So it's funny Mm -hmm. to me when people have these double standards of, oh, well, you're on this. So you should act this way. Oh, really? Because your parents pay for everything. And I don't necessarily see you budgeting anything. Right. 
as as my kid got older, um, I was ready to grow. Mm. I was ready to. I want to see my kid in the yard. I want to see. I wanted to. I wanted to work hard and say I worked hard for it. You know, I've never been a hey, give me, give me person. I've mm-hmm. never been that. But don't get me wrong. When the government gave it to me, I did get comfortable. So when what when did the for you when did it shift then? When did you go from being comfortable to okay, I want to do X, Y, and Z for myself? Um, school districts. There were certain schools that my kid, you know, was going to. My, my kid was in a district of an F school, and she couldn't go to a better school unless I lived in that area. Mm. Stuff like that. It was just it, it the the opportunities around me started to become very slim and I got tired of waking up every day singing shit could have with with mm. the people around me. I, I, it started to feel like the walls was closing in on me. Like, girl, this can't just be the end of the road for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what do you really want? And I knew I wanted to be out of there. I knew I wanted to get off of government assistance. I knew I wanted to be, free and what I did was I worked hard I got I I made sure I stayed on my job and I bust my butt I climbed up the ladder I got bonuses and I remember when you were telling me about some bonuses yeah amounts but just you were like yeah I have and you were I could hear the pride in your voice because you Mm -hmm. knew you had earned that yes I I, I love because at the same time you want to know another reason why because it goes back to my mom like I said in the beginning, my mother worked two jobs and went to school. We didn't have mm-hmm. government assistance. Mm-hmm. So I had to channel my mother's energy of, Ooh. wait a minute, this is not what we do. We work hard for mm-hmm. the things that we want. We don't sit back and we collect. We, we, we get up and we work hard. You at least try. Just use it. It, it, it should be a temporary situation. I, I really do because... A lot of people get on it and get comfortable. It's so easy to get on government assistance and, and get comfortable. It really is. Mm-hmm. But when you really want some things, there's some things that you will not qualify qualify for. You just won't. So I and I had to get things together. I was able to get my place and have my my condo, and then I started my business. I started, you know, it's just I don't okay. know. So now let's talk about going from corporate world where you have a, you have your income, you know, what's coming at this point. So it's 2018. So how long were you in the, the, the corporate world before you decided one that you wanted a business and two, before you were ready to leap for that business? No, I was in the corporate world for 11 years. <laughs> and I'm talking about stress. But making mm-hmm. the best money ever, like making some really good money. And mm-hmm. but here's the thing: when I, I, I making that money, I was allowed to, you know, just do things that I love. And I started to pick back up my hobbies, which was creating and making a um, floral arrangements. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna. I'm going to continue to fund this, this, whatever hobby this is at the moment, whatever I'm feeling. And it just became, it brought it all back to me. Like, you know what? I can do this. You know, like I can really, I can really do this. Like, so I started to invest in my business. I had the money that I was making on the side. I started my business. I did it. I just stepped out on faith and I said, you know what? I don't see myself working here for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to see myself doing something that I truly am passionate about and I love and I'm, and I will wake up every day happy to do it. Mm -hmm. And when that moment, when I decided that I decided to continue to work and also fund my business and it got so bad to the point where I was growing so much and the demands were so high for the flowers that I had to make a decision. And I still said, no, I wanted to stay in the corporate world. Because you like the money, right? <laughs> I like my money. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, I, I would not. It, it got to the point where I had to basically, God had to force me out of that position. Oh. Yeah. What did he do? 
like it was time to where they did cutbacks and everything and it it was even funny when I was one of the ones that was um called back to to be you know let go during this time my boss she said to me she was like you know it's time she said your business is growing so much you you it's time mama she was like it you would have never left you would have never left that's and people can't see because this is just me a podcast but i was smiling so big when you said that he pushed you out because i like that's how it works if you don't take the sign if you don't take that little nudge like hey it's time it will come oh yeah and 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 here's the thing like I didn't cry. I didn't feel bad. We're talking about 11 years under your belt of, of just hard work and climbing the ladder and, and getting bonus checks and everything and just being able to pick up and do what you want to do because you worked hard for that money, mm-hmm. you know, but to be, to, to, to be free. And I knew that I had money. I had, my business was funding things. I was forced out and it felt good and I didn't cry about it and I didn't look back once. Because at that and point, did you have like that sense of, okay, this is, this is meant to be now? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I had, a, I had a moment where, honestly, I also had a moment where things was coming in too hot and heavy for me on this business. And I was like, my head is spinning, you know? Mm-hmm. So Honestly, I knew I made the um the right decision. Uh, I started to try to go back and work, and sometimes your your soul just doesn't fit in a cubicle. Oh, oh, I love that. I'm, I'm gonna write. Yeah, that. so it's it's just you you you'll recognize. You know, that's why I always tell my kid, go where the love is. Mm-hmm. I do not love that. I do not love going into work into a cubicle every day. That same of that same amount of energy and push that I that I give that company that corporation I can give to mine. You know what I mean? Like you have to. You, sometimes you're gonna get comfortable in your business because nobody's telling you to wake up. Nobody's telling you like you're not gonna be late. None of that is happening to you when at your business. Mm-hmm. you have to tell yourself that you have to put yourself on the time and sometimes you can't get a little comfortable like you know i'm gonna sleep in today but no you can't you have to be on top of it like the you discipline. would in any other yeah it's good oh god you have to be so disciplined mm-hmm. and i'm not that that good at being well, <laughs> at sometimes you know but better, i'm sure yeah but i'm i'm definitely a whole lot better than what i was but yeah that's that's mainly it I, I tell people, go for it. Um, I, I, wanted, I asked earlier how long you're in the corporate world because I think sometimes, and I always fell prey to this when I would listen to podcasts or books and these inspiring stories, and you kind of see like the, the, or you hear the quick montage of people's lives like, oh, I felt this way, and then I did this and this, but they're not actually telling you the amount of time that lapses, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's not usually this big aha moment and everything changes the next day. Like it's a process. And, and I think sometimes we get so caught up on, well, I didn't have this overnight moment. So maybe this is like, maybe these feelings I have are not true, or maybe I shouldn't follow through with this. Like people think it's going to be so immediate. Oh no, it's not. And honestly, you also have to have faith in yourself. Don't get out here doing this stuff if you don't have faith in yourself. You have to believe in yourself because what God has for you is for you. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that you wake up and you can't stop thinking about your passion. There's a reason that you 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 go to your job every day and you just want to throw that keyboard because it's like, I don't want to do this the rest of my life. There's a reason for that. It's because you know that you are ordained to do something because it's in it's in you it's pumping your blood every day you can't stop thinking about it that's why when i tell people and they're like i can't make a decision on if i should leave my job or not you'll know you'll know when you're ready and if not he gonna force you out <laughs> he, he gonna get you out of there that's if you have faith you know everybody everybody's a little different when it comes to you know faith and everything but me i definitely believe that What's for you is for you. And if if you have faith and you put all of that into what you are doing, you can only go to the top, seriously. And, um, and it, but, you know, just like 
just like you have to remember, but you can't sit up here and say these are the things that you want and you don't put in the work. Right. You have to work. You have to you have to really work hard for the things that you want. So this is like this is how I make sure that my daughter is included in everything. She gets to see the highs, the lows, and she gets to ride the wave with me on things. So I yeah. You, I also really respect because I think sometimes it's it could be easy to say, well, I can't leave this job or I can't start this business because I have a daughter or I have a child and I need there to be this income for them. And I mean, I obviously you kept the corporate income for a long time because you wanted that income, but it's also beautiful to think and to see that she got to see her mother start mm-hmm. a business that she loves and is passionate about. And to take steps without having that road completely figured out in front of her. Yeah. I, I mean, for, for her, for my kid to see me go through that, she does tell me how she feels about it. You know, and she it's to the point where she's so, when your kid tells you that they're proud of you, you're doing the right thing. You know what I mean? So it, my, my kid, she she definitely reminds me of why I do this. And it has to the point where she's talking about her business. Like, she wants to be a tattoo artist, you know? Like, yeah, so she wants her own, you know. It's, it's so many different things. Remember, we're talking about this girl. She is so talented. And all her different dreams that she brings up, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. What we need to do. Like, yeah, yeah, Leah. Like, I'm excited about this. But I love the fact that she she's so low-key and so chill. Like, she's so lo-fi. Like, and then she she's just, she's that kid that's just going to come out of nowhere and just blow up out of nowhere. Like, I just, I, I can just feel it. She's so smart. But yeah, her her definitely watching me has taught her a lot to the point where she even applies it to her life. She told, she tells me how, you know, she goes hard for the things that she wants in school. Like if, if she, she doesn't back down, she doesn't let a no stop her. And, and oh. she's seen me not let a no stop me. That's so we huge. definitely, yeah. So she, she's definitely going to do some great things in life. And I'm glad that I was able to show her, that we, you know, it's going to get tough, but we don't give up, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are the next steps for you? For me is definitely, like I said, we're rebranding, um, living beauty florals. I just, um, I'm not changing the company name. I love it. I it means so it. much to me. You know, it's all about just, I, I live for those smiles, you know, when people see that, see their arrangements, I live for it. I get so excited. It does something to my spirit. Smiles are contagious. I just love it. And Can I feel like we what, don't. What is like your product line? I know that you have done arrangements for weddings. I know that mm-hmm. you've done them for events, but what, what is the line? Like for anybody listening who wants to go to mm-hmm. your website, what, what can they find? Well, you can, you will definitely find fresh flowers. We do fresh flower delivery. Um, we do weddings. Mm-hmm. We, we, I'm not an event planner. I do not do the planning and uh, all of that, uh, but I can point you in the right direction to people that are great events by Tiffany J is a great person. Um, but Which for, but talent, I have so much respect for that. Like I have, yeah. I know Tiffany's amazing. I have a cousin who she and my aunt are just natural born planners. And I watch them and I'm like, oh yeah, no. I went to yeah, I, I can't do it. No, 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 no. Here's your flowers. Thank you. Yeah. Have a great one. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> but the flowers are very important to those events. Right. So, you know, like if there are event planners that need flowers, I can definitely, you know, supply them with that because there are some event planners that don't like dealing with flowers at all, you know? Really? Um, yeah like you know to to create the bouquets and oh, do that a lot of people don't you know they're like they rather go through a floors and, and order those well i would so, I planner, quite frankly i would assume that i would want to outsource that to somebody else anyway like why do you have to do all the things yeah but i mean but then but it also depends on how big or small the wedding is some people can you know you can do it but us and then also we I do, like, I have a flower wall. I build flower walls. Um, I have one in a boutique right now. That's talk of the town. 
boutique and um, she has a couple of my centerpieces in there. So just mainly like artificial centerpieces, we do seasonal wreaths. A lot of custom wreaths are made. Um, we have um, a few realtors who um, order wreaths to give for closing costs, closing gifts. Oh, so that's such yeah, a good idea. Yeah. So that's mainly it. So fresh flowers, artificial center centerpieces. Um, we also do um, home decor, stuff like that. Yeah. Just... Do any of the realtors use the, the flower arrangements for when they're staging homes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I would think that, have... that'd be a great touch. Yes, I have done um, a couple of centerpieces for some for some showing homes for the tables. So yeah, I think listen. And then when you start networking and collaborating with people, there's some really great people that are doing some wonderful things out here in Jacksonville. Cause you, you're located where? Just outside of Boston. Outside of Boston. I knew you. I was like, she's still in Boston. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, and then you end up meeting so many great people that are doing so many wonderful things. Like, you know, like for instance, I'm modeling for this boutique, 904 Fashions. This woman's a pastor. Beautiful spirit. And she, she, her dream was to have a clothing store and she does. And my daughter and I, we model for it. Like, you know, we, we come there, we, we model together. And it's just such, it's like we're playing dress up, you know, all day. Come on. That is the best mother daughter experience. Right. Moly. We have a great time. So, yeah. So definitely check her out. You know, um, she, she's um, located in Arlington. If you are in Jacksonville, she's a sweet 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 woman um the name of the company is 904 first first lady fashions 904 but first definitely re- check her out you can order online and she ships but you back- know, I, what i'll do is um she has a website right yeah, yeah definitely first- so i will link to her website in the show notes for this and i will obviously link to the free to your website in the show notes now yeah. do you do do you ship flowers or is it right now local delivery Right now, it's local delivery for fresh flowers, but we do, however, we do still ship, you know, artificial, like some people, like for instance, we have bouquets, they want an artificial bouquet, Um, I can ship that, we ship our reefs, we ship, um, we also ship the centerpieces that people ask for me to create for them, and a lot of stuff, tell me your vision, like, oh, I want this, I want that, I have had some of the most craziest things that people have requested for flowers. Oh, I, need to, I need to hear. Okay, tell me the craziest. Oh, okay, I love this so, stuff. Um, let's see. One time I had a situation where a guy wanted, like, fresh flowers in a boot. I have done that before. Fresh flowers uh, old, in a boot? Uh, old, dirty, stinking boot. <laughs> but it, Yeah, but it meant something to him. I got to, listen... All I know is that it was crunched on. I had flowers going. I had everything working around and I made it. And it was really nice. And I, I don't I'm assuming it was, it, it was very, it was something very sentimental. Like that boot belonged to somebody or meant yeah, it something did. to it him. Did. It did. But sometimes I don't even ask questions, honey. I just, okay. <laughs> you know, like I'll create it for them and they're pleased with it. And the only thing is like, sometimes I get so swamped. Like I have to, when you're a business owner, you have to think about your marketing. You have to, mm-hmm. you have to take pictures. You have to post the pictures. You have to, it's a lot of steps a business owner has to take. And, you know, doing it alone, I'm a single mom. I thank God I have a kid that pitches in and helps me out. And I have a family that is supportive. Like my dad delivers for me. <gasps> so yeah, like it's my brother, like I have a delivery van and I've taken a lot of losses in this business too. You know, I've what, what's been a loss? Can you give an example of that? Oh yeah, there were times where I wanted my my vans uh, designed a special way, so I wanted to have people, pick, you know, paint the van, give them an opportunity. Like, yeah, you can be the one to design my van. I pay, I pay the people, and it didn't happen. You know what I mean? They just and didn't do it. No, it started and then it never finished, and then oh my god. Yeah, so, and it was it was just a crazy situation to the point where, you know, I got out there and hand-painted it myself. Look at you. My daughter and I, and she's an artist, so it definitely worked out. And there have been times where I've paid people to design my website. Never heard anything back from them. And You're kidding me. Listen, 
you have to be careful. There are some, there are some vultures out there and then there are some really great people. Mm-hmm. And I, what I do not do is allow these type of situations to stop me from working with others. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's that individual. Those, those are those people, but there have been a, a lot of I appreciate of bad you things. saying that because those situations would be enough for some people to say, nope, nope, nope. There's too many bad people. It's not worth it. But you, you same, same breath. You said, nope, there's some great people out there too. Yeah. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, if, if, if they're a person that you can tell them like, listen, this situation wasn't good, you know, sometimes they, sometimes people need to know that they're doing something wrong and, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe, a few years later, they'll come back back better than ever. Shoot, there was a time where I was called to do a job and I messed it up so bad. And it was a really big event. I cried about it for days. And and you know what I mean? It was a really big event and I really wanted to do it. And I and I messed up on, on one little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't allow a liquid to dry in the vase that you know that was supposed to make it look like water i didn't allow it to dry in time and it got and it spilled on some of the glasses and it was sticky for the people that received them and i i was really disappointed in myself and you know of course the person who purchased it she was just like it's okay you know we make mistakes you corrected you tried to correct it like you're human baby it's okay and I appreciate that yeah and I will always support her I will always support her her name is Amanda Bass she's a she's a wonderful woman and she does these wonderful women empowering events and I was you know yeah women empowerment so um but she definitely understood and I appreciate that I really do and this was years ago and I just I felt so terrible I really did but I appreciate that given what she does women empowerment events she is she is an honest person and she, she shows grace because there are some people who may say like, mm-hmm. she could also be doing these women empowerment events and tear you up one side down the other. You know it. And there are people like that that will do that. There mm-hmm. are people. That's why you have to be very, very careful of the people that you allow into your life mm-hmm. and, and into your, just into your space too. Yes. Because there are some people that can try to tear you down the minute that things don't go their way. And I appreciate her. I'm I'm gonna always be forever grateful for her for that because it was a teachable moment and she allowed she allowed me to, you know, be apologetic too, you know, mm-hmm. and, and also to give me the closure that I need that it was okay. And I appreciate her for that. I'm forever grateful. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you? I I knew this was going to be an amazing conversation and that you would just give so much to other women, but you you came with things I didn't even expect. No, listen, I'm first off, I get tongue tied <laughs> a lot. You can't and, tell it from this. I do, I do, I do, I do. But it's it's but then sometimes I, I ramble because it's like, okay, when is the conversation gonna like when are we gonna move to the next subject? I don't know how to like stop. So you have to like jump in there and be like, all right, let's move on to the next thing. But this is really cool. I'm glad that you, you know, I'm I'm also extremely honored that you decided to interview me. You know, I appreciate you for that. And I miss you so much, man. Likewise. I'm I'm hoping I'm gonna get to come back down and visit. Maybe not in the next few months, but at some point soon. <laughs> yeah, please. And I'm so glad that you're doing this. Thank you. Thank you. It it is it is the most natural feeling thing I have ever done. Man, listen, if I can tell any of your listeners, I would tell them that you have such a beautiful soul. Everything that comes from you is coming from your heart. And you know that the people that you are bringing on to interview, I'm pretty sure that you, you know that you know their hearts too. You know Mm -hmm. mine. So Mm -hmm. if I can tell any of the women that are listening or any of the guys too, follow your dreams. Don't give up just because a door closed there are going to be so many more that are going to open it's just that door wasn't the one mm-hmm. you know look to your children it's so important to look to your children because believe it or not they see more than you think that they do mm. and they are able to guide you along the way as well if you if you let them and and don't think that because you have children that you cannot pursue your dream you can you really can 
Um, I'm I'm a, a living witness and testimony to that. I am so excited for women to hear <laughs> this. You you have no idea. Like I just know there are so many women of various phases of motherhood, life life phases that are just going to get so much from the Chanel. Thank you. Yeah. Oh man, don't thank me for that. Listen, I love it. I'm excited because there are things that I wish somebody would have told me, you know, but unfortunately they didn't. I had to learn a lot. And so are our kids. Our kids are going to have to learn a lot on their own too, on their mm-hmm. own too. But for me, I can honestly say if I can pour it out into somebody else, I would definitely do that. So you did. Tell them to contact me if anybody want to call and talk. Sometimes I'm a little busy. <laughs> 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 you can you can contact me for flowers definitely 904-802-4944 and um you can also reach out to me um through my website but right now it's under construction we're about to get a new website but it's livingbeautyflorals.com and I'm so excited about that because, oh, now, my gosh. Can they connect with you on Instagram? Yes. Instagram is the same thing, Living Beauty Florals. That's what I thought. Um, yep. So you'll see it come up. You'll see all the beautiful flowers. Um, I, I had the honor of teaching a, a wonderful class at the Garden Club recently, which was one of my biggest dreams. Oh, gosh, and, no. Yeah, man. And it was a sold-out event. And I just, and they, and they loved it. It was great. And I didn't know not a soul in there that showed up. So sometimes you never know who's watching. And I didn't know the person who recommended me to teach the class. That's why I say, do not get discouraged when doors close because there's somebody probably mentioning your name and what you do in a different room and you Mm -hmm. have no idea about it. So a door is going to fly open for you. Do not get discouraged. I promise you dreams are going to happen. And they're going to come true. So, yeah. How good was that? I hope you enjoyed this episode with Chanel. I really encourage you to connect with her on Instagram. Check out her website. And if you don't already, and if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. So each week when I post a new episode, you automatically have it waiting in your queue in whatever platform you listen to the podcast. If you didn't know, we also have a website www.breakinglabelspodcast.com. That is a great option to listen to the podcast if you have someone in your life you want to share an episode with who does not use apps. They do exist. My lovely parents would be two of the people who do not listen to this podcast on an app. Also, if you do like apps, my personal Instagram is listed in the show notes, as is that of the podcast. And if you didn't know, each time I post an episode of the podcast, the podcast Instagram, which is Breaking Labels Podcast, has pictures of my guests, quotes from them. So it's a great way for you to get to connect with the person whose story you get to listen to. So make sure to check out the Instagram, the podcast Instagram as well. All right. With that, thank you everyone and have an amazing week. 